Wanted to give you an emergency update here on what's happening right now in the bond market that is signaling, whatever you want to call it, crisis, disaster, collapse, hard landing. Uh, it's definitely not signaling a soft landing, I can tell you that. This is an unprecedented move. The two-year Treasury yield today is down by almost 40 points, 40 basis points. I mean, this is absolutely massive. So let's go over to CNBC and check out what caused this move, but more so kind of connect the dots on what these bond yields are telling us about what we should expect in 2024 and how the stock market is completely and totally misreading this. So let's start right here. If you didn't hear the news, the Fed kept rates steady. But what was amazing is they indicated that there will likely, this is according to the Federal Reserve, there'll likely be three rate cuts coming in 2024. Now, these are 25 basis point cuts. I think there'll be a lot more than that. But this is huge that the Fed is actually acknowledging that, yeah, we're most likely going to cut. So this would be considered very dovish, which is one of the main reasons why the 10-year Treasury yield tanked. And I say one of the main reasons, because I think the biggest reason is because what the bond market is signaling is not necessarily that the Fed's going to cut rates. It's signaling why the Fed is going to cut rates. I think the bond market, if you look at the inversion, has been signaling that we're going to have this hard landing, that the economy is slowing down, that the economy is very unhealthy right now. And that all of a sudden, what it got today was just confirmation that the Fed sees the exact same thing. So I think in my opinion, and take it for what it's worth, I've never taken an econ class, never taken a finance class, almost flunked out of high school. In my opinion, this these are the dynamics that are at play with this price action that we see in the bond market right now. In other words, prices skyrocketing and yields going down. Well, if you believe that the yields are a reflection of future growth and inflation expectations. What this move is telling you is that we are headed straight for a hard landing. In other words, a lot less growth, maybe even a contraction, and a lot less inflation, disinflation, maybe even deflation headed into 2024, just like we saw in 2009. George, now the market is pricing in 130 basis points of rate cuts by the end of 2024, too. So that's over five rate cuts. The market is just insane. Right. So let's look at what happened in the stock market. Uh, that stocks on the, Do on the Dow close at record high. Because, again, everyone is interpreting this as though, oh, hey, this is bullish. We, we know that when the Fed drops rates... We know that low interest rates are good for the stock market. So let's just get ahead of this and buy stocks. I mean, look, I, I don't make any, I try not to make predictions on this channel. What I try to do is just educate you on how the system works and then point out risks that you don't hear about in the mainstream media, financial media, or even on financial Twitter. But in my opinion, and, and the, the market is totally misreading this. Totally. And my goodness gracious, talk about just living life with rose-colored glasses. <laughs> Jeez. But why do I say that? Is that just because I'm always bearish and uh, you know I'm fear-mongering or whatever? No, let's go into that because that's very important. That my opinions are backed up 
by data. So if you disagree with what I'm saying, you, you show me the data. Show me why you're coming to your conclusion, not just, oh, well, uh, I think it's going to be like, okay, well, why do you think that? Based on history, based on facts, based on charts, based on data, how are you can come or how are you coming to those conclusions that my base case has a low probability of coming to fruition, especially, and obviously this is anecdotal, but before we get into that chart that proves my point, I would also like to highlight that if you disagree with me, you agree with none other than Jim Cramer, who in this the title of this article, we're not going to click on it, but you can see Jim Cramer dismisses recession fears. So you got Jim Cramer, he agrees with you. He doesn't see a recession. What are you talking about? This is a no landing. Fed's dropping rates. Bye, 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 bye. Like a complete retard. I, I cannot stand it when he does that. He is so obnoxious. But <laughs> I won't go off on that tangent. Just an obnoxious moron. But uh, hey, if you agree with the obnoxious moron, that that's that's fantastic. <laughs> but so why do I have my base case? Is it just my opinion? No, it's based on this right here. I just try to use the KISS strategy. Keep it simple, stupid. Every single time that the Fed pauses, then once they start dropping rates, what happens? Do we have a no landing? Do we have a soft landing? No, we have a hard landing. We have a recession. And sometimes we have a crisis. Okay, so show me the time. Just please look at this chart. This is from the Fed's website. Show me the soft landing. Just, just show it to me. And sure, you want to point to the mid-90s? Fantastic. No inversion. So show me when a time like we're facing now when we have a massive inversion of the curve and the Fed pulled off a soft landing or a no landing. It's not even a thing. It doesn't exist. So now you've got to tell me why this time it's different. Why is this time different? You say, George, well, the unemployment rate is low. Yeah, exactly like it was in 2007. Exactly like it was part of the dot-com bust. Exactly like it was part of the 90s recession. Exactly like it is every single time, with the exception of the 1970s. Okay, what's next? Oh, GDP growth expectations are, are, aren't negative? Great. Exactly what we've seen over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's the way the cycle works. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level.
let's get back to some of these unprecedented moves. Let's look at the two-year treasury, the two-year treasury. So let's go to a five-day chart so you can really grasp the, the gravity of the situation here. We were hovering right around, call it 4.7 as far as yields, but we're down at 4.37. And this is almost where the 10-year was the other day. And the 10-year treasury yield, let's take a look at that, under 4%, under 4%. If you guys remember just videos we did yesterday talking about how it was, well, four and a quarter. Let's look at a five-day chart. So look at this. You get this bounce yesterday and then just derailed. It's like the coyote in the Roadrunner cartoon. Wow. From 4.25 straight down below 4%. And I'd also like to point out that Gunlock if we go back to the homepage, is now making a prediction for what it's worth uh, that the 10-year treasury will fall to 3% next year. And I think that could be conservative. I think that, uh, and, and keep in mind, guys, when you're looking at these unprecedented moves in yields, as far as percentage moves, you've got to look at this through the lens of deficit spending and the federal debt being at what 33 trillion right now and nobody out there believes that the deficits won't be astronomical next year nobody right so let's just think this through do you think all these people that are buying the long end of the curve do you think they don't know about the Biden administration running wartime deficits? Do you think they, they don't understand the unfunded liabilities? You think they don't understand that we're at 33 trillion? They haven't seen a debt clock? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Of course, these people know exactly the information that you and I know, exactly the information that they know on Bloomberg or FinTwit or whatever. But yet in light of all of that additional supply coming online, we still have the 10-year treasury under 4% as Fed funds is at 5.25%. Let that sink in for a moment. 125 basis points under Fed funds. While at the same time, we have unprecedented supply hitting the market. I'm talking about supply of treasuries. So if that, think about the amount of demand that would be required to bring the 10-year treasury yield down 125 basis points under Fed funds. And then ask yourself, why? Why could, why is there possibly, or how could there possibly be this much demand? And if you believe that these interest rates are a result, obviously there's a lot of variables, but the main factor is inflation and growth expectations. You look at this and say, wow, the bond market is telling me contraction. The bond market is telling me negative growth. The bond market is possibly telling me deflation, not just dis disinflation, but deflation. Now, I don't think that will last long, but that's what the bond market is screaming right now. So again, you can sit there and say, oh, well, the bond market, this time it's different. This time it's different. This time it's different. Or you, you can be like the experts, like Jim Cramer, the experts, and you can just completely ignore the elephant in the room. I guarantee you, if I were to click on this story, 
with Jim Cramer. There's no way the guy talked about the yield curve. Absolutely zero chance. Let's see if I can, I don't know where the article went here. In fact, CNBC is probably hiding it. (laughs) They're probably hiding it because it's so insane. Oh, here we go. It's right here. So let's go just for fun. I, I haven't read this at all. Let's see if he acknowledges the yield curve. So I'm just scanning this really quick here. I'm sure it's not so... A win for the bulls today. Oh, a win for the bulls. Really, Jim? That's a win. The curve is inverted by 125 basis points, and that's somehow a win for the bulls? When has it been a win for the bulls before? Let's go back to 2007. Was that a win for the bulls? I don't think so. You know what's interesting is, is these talking heads are, are just, the, especially the obnoxious ones, and I put obviously put Jim Cramer in that category, but you also got to put guys like Dave Ramsey in there. I, I'm doing a video, a whiteboard video, where I'm using some clips from Dave Ramsey and what he was talking about in 2008. And what a, f- I'm not going to use profanity here, but what a buffoon. I mean, what a complete buffoon. He, he's sitting there t- just criticizing uh, in, a, in a very condescending way. Peter Schiff just basically saying how he's an idiot. He's a retard. No one should listen to him and basically saying how he should be deplatformed. Like he doesn't even deserve to have the ear of the public. Doesn't even deserve it. That he's a, a, he calls him a nut job and a nut burger to use his specific phrasing. You know, just the way that Dave Ramsey always does in his condescending way as though he's the smartest guy and everybody else out there is just completely stupid. You know, I've never seen anybody that's more confident in their own ignorance than Dave Ramsey. Never. It's it's unbelievable the, the how ignorant you can be while at the same time being so confident. So what is he talking about? Oh, he's talking about how stocks, what oh, the, nothing to worry about here. Buying opportunity. He's talking about this all the time in 2008. Peter Schiff doesn't know what he's talking about. Are you kidding me? Everyone knows the stock market always goes up. This is This is just fear mongering. And then he's talking about the subprime. Oh, everybody knows that subprime is contained. There's nothing to worry about in the real estate market. He's saying this in 2007 and 2008. And by the way, he's saying the exact same thing now, right? But you got my whole point is all these talking heads, especially obnoxious ones, right? And especially the one, look, the more confident someone is that XYZ is going to happen, the more they talk about certainties instead of probabilities. And the more they do that, just shouting and spitting and just, you know, all these uh, bells and whistles and, you know, they're condescending to other people and all these things. That's when you know that you should fade that person's opinion, right? You got to have some humility here and you've got to say, you know what? The market is right. So you could be saying, oh, George, you've got the same, although I don't have the bells and the whistles and the sound effects, right? But you have some strong opinions about what's going to happen, right? But I'm just the messenger here. This is this really isn't my opinion. All I'm doing is looking at the chart and telling you what has happened every single time in the past. Anyway, getting back to this here, let's scan this and see if he even talks about the yield curve. He's talking about Uber. He's talking about Wall Street. Oh, he says it's going to be smooth sailing for stocks. Those are... <laughs> Ah, geez. Final last, final words, right? Famous last words. Uh, Kramer says buying the financial stocks. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when the BTFP is at all-time highs. 
That that's a fantastic. Oh, and by the way, especially because the BTFP is expiring March 11th of 2024, while the utilization is going straight up. Yeah, go ahead and buy the financials. Good call. He says not only is the Fed no longer our enemy, it's much more likely to be our pal. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Again, it's this idiotic view that the Fed is somehow in control of everything. Somehow they're in control of everything. It's the complete, and this is a quote, it's the complete about face the bulls were looking for. Bye, 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 bye. Such a jackass. I mean, what a complete jackass. And exactly like I thought, no mention of the yield curve whatsoever. No mention of history, no mention of any of that. So there you go, guys. Main takeaway here. Forget about Kramer and, and Ramsey and all of his, his retarded buddies there. Really what we need to focus on is what has happened in the past. Just pull up a chart, a Fred chart of Fed funds. Just look at those gray areas. Compare that to what's happening now. Make sure you lay over that, the inversions. And just try. Just I dare you. All right? I would challenge you to try to find a yield curve that is as ugly as the one that we have right now, where it didn't result in a hard landing once the Fed starts dropping rates. It's never happened in the past, so I don't know why it would happen moving forward. Obviously, it's possible. There are no certainties, but the probability is very, very low because this time you would have to find a variable as to why it is different. And whatever headline you want to give me, just go back and I guarantee you I can find the exact same headline from 2008 and 2009. The exact same arguments were made back then. Additionally, you want to watch the, the yields like a hawk, guys. The, the bond market is telling you pretty much everything you need to know about the moving into 2024. Just watch that 10-year treasury yield. Watch that two-year treasury yield. Wait for that two-year treasury yield to go under the 10-year. In other words, the curve is uninverted. And that is usually when the stuff hits the fan. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, we'll get back to you tomorrow with another whiteboard video and some more live streams with updates as to everything. A lot of stuff happening right now. Things are moving very, very quickly. Uh, so make sure that you're tuning into these videos to stay on top of what's going on. Make sure that you're informed so you can make the best decisions uh, for, your, for your portfolio and for your financial future. All right, guys. Uh, as always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.